So what is it like to spend your entire childhood in the foster care system and to be placed in multiple foster homes during that time period? My next guest, they know this all too well. They were emancipated from the foster care system. They're here this morning to share their very personal story and personal journey. It's our pleasure to welcome Dorian and Azane to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing great. So let's talk about this. First of all, we know that you all were part of the foster care system. If you don't mind sharing to the point where you're comfortable, what led you into the foster care system, Dorian? Well, for me, it was more of so family experiences and background. My mom had six kids. I'm the oldest boy out of all of them. And as long as I can remember, two one, two years old, we never had anything. My mom was another person who needed to get their life together off the street. And Children's Services finally came and got us when somebody called. I've been in the system since I was two. I got emancipated when I was 18. And thankfully, I found the loving foster home when I was 14, and it wasn't too late for me. It'd be late for some kids after a certain age of because of everything what they've been through. And this person didn't give up on me, and I found a good home. Okay. So when you, you say you were in the system since you were two, is that right? So your first, how many placements had you been in? Oh, when I first got into foster care, they switched us out of six different homes in less than less than a couple months. Okay. So when you're two, what do you, what is your two-year-old mind tell you about being away from your mom, your family, being in foster care and that experience? What does your two-year-old mind say or how does it process that? I mean, there's no real way to really process it. It's it's more so more confusion than it is curiosity out of everything because one day you wake up knowing only this and then the next day it can be taken away so quick over somebody else's mistakes and not even your own. Okay, and so you're two, and you're you're going through these foster care um, and different foster care homes. Where you you said you're the oldest. Um, did your younger siblings were they in foster care as well, and were they placed with you? Um, my older, I'm not the I'm the oldest boy. I have an older sister. My older sister and me and her stayed together the whole time. We was together until I was 14, and the, my other siblings, half of them got put in foster care. A couple of them. Their parents took them, their dad took them in, and that was really good. And those kids turned out pretty great. Azane, let's talk about you and your experience. How did you get into the foster care system? My mom, she had us at a, well, six of us. Um, I'm kind of like the middle child. Um, she was in foster care herself, so she necessarily couldn't take care of kids herself because she was a baby. So, so she didn't have a... Role models is what you kind of. Yeah, I think she that's didn't what have a um, parenting a dog. role model. Yeah. Okay. And so it was six of you guys. How many placements were you in over the years? Around about like six, maybe. Six. Six, eight. Okay. So you guys are both growing up in the foster care system. Um, you've been in several placements. How does that make you feel being going from home to home and being at some such a young age and both of you guys were so young it's probably the only thing you ever really knew about life right is that mm-hmm. right yes okay so what was that like for you guys moving six different placements was that like normal for you guys um after a while it became normal okay what about you dorian and sometimes 
it, it really draws out the the fact that you, you feel like you have to fit in after being changed around so many times. Like you have to make people like you and love you. People such as the foster the parent, foster parent, whoever you go around, whatever school you're getting switched to, everything. Okay. All right. Wow. So is that something when you are in these foster homes and you're being moved around and you're going from school to school and things like that? Um, is that something where is that something that you were grew up ashamed of? Is that something that you wouldn't share with your classmates and things like that? How did you do that? I mean, I think most people that you go to school with, I think public schools is can build or break somebody. And if you you got the right people around you, it can build you because a lot of people know struggle in the life that we live in. So. I think my friends really understood that I didn't have a mom and a dad and I need somebody to take care of me. And some people didn't. They would bully and pick on you, but those are just not good people, you feel me? Okay. What about, what was your experience? Honestly, I was kind of embarrassed of telling other people that I was in foster care. People in public schools, they just, they, they're cruel. So I kind of kind of kept to myself a little bit. Okay, and so you kind of alluded to this, I think, Dorian. Did you guys feel powerless while you were in the foster care system? Oh, for sure. You don't feel like you have any power at all. You feel like everything's dictated for you, like your life is planned out. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so you talked about you can be removed from a home even if it's no fault of yours. Um, Tell me more about that and what your experience was with that. Well, Personally, I could say that I feel like every foster child, their experience is uh, for, I feel like their experience is different, but I feel like every foster child has to like, they don't, they're not the reasons they go through what they go through. Like it's always their, it's it's their parent, it's the world, it's the environment, the economy. It's never a foster child's fault for what they're going through. And I don't think they really realize that. I think most kids feel like their parents don't love them or they're not wanted or they messed up. You feel me? So, How do you feel? Honestly, like he said, you don't you don't really have any power in, in foster care. They don't give you a choice of anything. Everything's kind of picked for you or chosen for you. Okay. So um, at the age of 14, Doreen, you mentioned that you were adopted, right? Not adopted. But I, you, I found a really good foster you, home. Though. Okay. You, you found a really good foster home. So what was that like after years of being in the foster care system? 12 years being in the foster care system, what was that like at 14 to find this loving home or this the home that made a difference? Um, I think it was really relieving, and it kind of took a lot of pain and, and trauma off my mind because I had somebody who, who would sit there, and if I had a problem going on, they wouldn't just give up on me or want to kick me out or not want me around. They really tried to fight and hold my hand through everything. When you find somebody to across a bridge with you, you found a lifelong partner, you feel me? Okay. Um, Azene, what was your experience like? Did you ever find a family that connected with you, that you could connect with, that you felt like this is the one? I've had foster families before. Um, I never actually, like, um, got adopted necessarily. It was like a foster home. Um, but I did not have, like, an adoptive home. I emancipated from a group home. Okay. So for you, how, what led you to the group home? Be, uh, because you were going from foster home to foster home, but it sounds like you were in a group home. What led to the group home experience? Um, my foster home really didn't work out necessarily with my foster parents. At what age? Um, 11. Okay. 
Um, I was 11 when I found One Foster Family, um, and it didn't really necessarily work out. So I went to a group home. They Well, I didn't necessarily choose to go, but they put me in a group home in Cincinnati to Dayton. And so how long did you stay in the group home? Um, About a year or so um, at one of them. And then I went to another one, and that was about like four years. Okay, thank you, Azanae. Dorian, you said at the age of 14 you were placed in a loving home. From 14 to 18, what did those years look like for you? What were your experiences? I mean, the following years, um, I had been adopted by the woman who adopted my mother, which I call my grandmother, and it was not, it wasn't as best as it could be. I'm not going to get too much into mm-hmm. it. And that's okay. You don't have she, to. She she did what she could for us. We could have did better as a family, and at 14, she got sick to the point where she couldn't, like, keep her life. She was bedridden, and the woman... Miss Jones, who is my proud mother, my foster mother, that 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 woman reached down like an angel. She saved me. I was in a dark despair. I'm losing the only person I ever known to take care of me for, and I'm going through a lot of tr- stuff. I don't want to go back into the foster care system, and I don't want to be moved from home to home. And this woman chose to keep me in that one home for the rest of my time of being a foster child and worked through me with everything and. If she wouldn't have done it, I'd have been been a statistic right now, locked up in jail. I'd have been on the street, maybe homeless or something. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. You're listening to part two of a two-part series on foster care. In the studio with me, we're joined by Dorian. We're also joined by Azanae. They are formerly foster kids. They aged out of the system when they were 18. They're here this morning to share their story of being in the foster care system. For more information, you can also reach out to us on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. So let's talk about aging out of the foster care system. So you're now 18. So is it like the day you turn 18, bam, I'm emancipated and I'm an adult and I can do what I want to? Is that how it goes in the foster care system? Is that how it worked for you, isn't it? <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay. I had to plan 30 to 90 days before I emancipated. Um, but I did emancipate exactly on my birthday. So kind of, sort of, but not exactly. Okay. And so what did that mean for you going through the, whatever you did for the, the 90, 60, 90 days and getting to your birthday? What did that mean to you when you turned 18 and were out? Kind of felt like freedom. like. Okay. I was free from authority, well, not necessarily authority, but people telling me, you got to go to sleep at this time, you got to go to bed at this time, you know. parents do that all the time, come on. (laughs) No, but. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah. But I get the gist of it. I I see what you're saying. Um, Dorian, for you, um, what was it like when you turned 18? Was it like instantaneously, bam, you're an adult, basically, bye-bye? For me, I kind of chose the emancipation route because, like I said, the foster person I was with gave me the choice to to stay there with them another year until I would have been 19 to figure everything out or I can be emancipated up out of the system. And I chose emancipation because I've been inside the system for so long that two days after I turned 18, I was living in Kentucky. I, I got up out of there and I wanted to explore and learn stuff about life on my own instead of people handing it to me. So what did that feel like when you're 18 and you're out on your own? Were you ready? 
No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. No, okay. it was a leap of faith. It feels Did tiring. you, at the time, you can look back and know that I wasn't ready, but at the time, did you feel like you were ready? You could take on the world. I, no, I didn't. I, I was prepared for the challenge, though. Okay. What about you? Were you prepared at 18? Like, yeah, I can. I got this. I, was, I can do this. I wasn't necessarily prepared, but I had that, that faith, that, that ego, like, okay, I'm grown. I can do what I want. <laughs> okay, okay. You turn, both of you guys, you turn 18 and you get out of the foster care system. What are those years like being out of the foster care system? Was it whatever you thought, envisioned um, it would be? And what was that road like to get from 18 to where you are today? Well, it's a long process. I tell anybody out there that being 18 on yourself is nothing. It's not lived up. It's not the hype. It took me almost till I was 20 to get my own apartment until after I was 20 to get my own car. And I'm just now being stable and everything. And I'll be 21 in a couple of months and I still got a long way to go. Okay. What about you, Azanae? Um, About me, reality hit very fast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Explain, hit. expound. Um, what a re- reality they say it smacks you in the face. Yep. Did it smack you in the face? <laughs> Definitely okay. did. Yeah. The bills, paying for your own stuff, figuring out where you're going to sleep and and how you're going to eat. And it's not all given to you anymore. You have to figure it out yourself. Okay. And so in those darkest days, Doreen, you talked about it, in those darkest days of being in the foster care system, what is it that got you through those dark days? Just hope, hope, hope that one day everything we've been through that I've been through will be good for something that it just wasn't for nothing. Okay, so so Dorian said hope. Azane, what what was it that got you through those darkest days? Just believing in myself. Okay, not listening to the negativity. Try to stay positive in myself. Um, And you know, certain places and certain settings. Um, they'll try to get into your head or, you know, try to put you down. But I had to say to myself and, you know, work myself up to believe that one day I'm going to be free. So we talked about both of you guys had siblings. Um, do you have a relationship with your siblings? We know, um, Dorian, you said that you and your sister stayed together for multiple years while in foster care. Um, what is your relationship like with your siblings today? Uh, I think I have a pretty good relationship with my siblings. My little sister who got taken away when I got taken away, she's in college right now, and I just talked to her yesterday. And I got an older sister who's doing her own thing in Columbus, and both of my brothers will be graduating high school this year. So I think all of them are doing pretty well. Okay. What about you, Hazen Um, Me, my two youngest sisters, well, two youngest brothers, I'm sorry. They are still in the foster care system, um, but they're in Cleveland. Um, I have a younger sister. She's doing okay, but she's still in the foster care system. Um, and then I have two older sisters. They emancipated, and they're doing okay. Okay, and so this is the tough question, and you can answer if you want. If you're not, you don't want to. Um, how's your relationship, or do you have a relationship with your biological parents? I, I know both of my parents. I can talk to them anytime that I want to. I kind of choose I choose when I want to talk to them because, like, we still have to build that relationship. We still have to get there to the point where you can call me anytime or I can talk to you anytime without feeling some type of way or anything. Okay. What about um, you? My mom, she, we, 
we get along um, sometimes on a good day. <laughs> okay. Um, and my dad, he passed away. Okay. So. so, and again, if you don't want to answer this, you don't have to. How do I want to put this? How do you feel about your parents and having been through the experiences that you've been through? How do you feel about your parents? Personally, I feel like everybody makes mistakes, so I'm not holding what you've done while we were younger against you. I hold what you do while we continue to grow up against you. Okay. Uh, me, honestly, I feel kind of hurt because she had all this time to come get me or had enough time to get it together to come get me, and she never did. So it's kind of like now it's we have our distance. I keep my distance. I love her from a distance. Okay. So let's talk to more positive things. Let's talk about currently how's life today? How are you guys doing? You guys look fantastic. You seem like you're doing well, but on the outside looking in and how are you guys doing today? How are you? How are you today? And Dorian, you mentioned, I guess you're close to 21 ish, right? So being in the foster system, you know, for several years till you were 18, for you, young lady, how are you guys doing today? Today, I, I'm doing okay. I'm currently 19, so I still got a little bit to go in the, the program. Like I said, reality is hitting really big right now. So, Okay. Is college, was that part of your plan, or is it part of your plan? or It's a part of my plan in the near future. Okay. Dorian? Well, I think things for me, it could be better, but like I said, well, like she said, it's just life, you feel me? Everybody got to realize things ain't always going to be sugar and rainbows. It takes time, patience, and effort to get where you want to be in life, and I'm not really a school person, so I didn't plan on going to college, but with the right motivation, it will make you want to go and be something in life. Like, I didn't plan on going, but I plan on being something with my life, so I want to get a degree or something in college. Okay. What is it that you want for the young person that's listening this morning that is in foster care? What do you want to tell them? To keep going. Don't give up. I know there's a lot of young people in the foster care system that don't have anybody, but just know that you, you're not alone and you got this. Um, yeah. Okay. I think that I would tell people in the system right now, which is one thing I needed to be told was that, People are only doing things for you, not to hurt you, but trying to better you. And it's not always to put a restriction or put a label on you. It's to progress and push you forward sometimes. Okay. All right. Really good advice. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for sharing your personal stories. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine, part two of our two-part series on foster care. For more information or resources on foster care, reach out to us on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Until next week, be encouraged.